this right now. I want to keep going. Keep going. She doesn't need everyone to suddenly get even more jealous of her than they already are because she's a genuinely sweet and pure person. Everyone's bitching about her already, thinking she's trying to steal their man. She's not trying to steal your man. She's quite happy with James. Thank you very much. The one guy in the house who actually seems to be reciprocating the showmance. Kali, not interested in Nicole. And with good reason, Nicole is acting like a P-R-A-T. Polly, not interested in Zakia playing her. He's a playing fuckboy, and she deserves better, but she doesn't believe she deserves better deep in her heart. Like, someone really messed this girl up, so she doesn't think <laughs> she doesn't think she deserves better, and she's letting him use his fuckboy logic to trick her. And she's like, a, she's like in a prison. She's like in a Polly prison, and I just want her to break free. Hey, Julie! Hey, Julie! Welcome to another, another episode of Hey, Julie. That was amazing. That was amazing. Danielle had been going for like 30 seconds and I just had to press record. We missed the stuff about Donald Trump. We missed, but but um, we got a great two-thirds of that rant in there. Thank you for listening to the show. This is going to be the great episode already. I know it. I feel it. It's already off to a great start. Where shall we get started? Probably Wednesday oh night, my gosh. right? <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Wednesday night. We pick up at the end of the nomination ceremony. Bridget's crying in the diary room, and she goes, If I stay in this house, they better watch their back, I tell ya, I tell ya. Which is exactly what she said fucking three weeks ago when she got roadkill nommed by by Frank, and then finds out two weeks later and is like, Friendship, friendship, uh. pissed pissed i know we were all i mean everyone knows we were team save frank just for the drama and because frank is a good player even no matter what you think about his personality he was a good player that was keeping everyone on their toes he tries yeah would have been amusing to see back in the house i mean i'm kind of glad that he didn't have well all right i guess we should stay on wednesday for now (laughs) We're getting ahead of ourselves just because there's so much to talk about. We're both very fired up. I have not had internet all day. This is my first time talking to Brett all day. That's why we're coming to you late because of technical difficulties. Time Warner. Hashtag pissed. Yes. I am not happy about it because I've just been bursting at the seams and it feels like so much more stuff just keeps happening that I want to talk about. If you've been following our Twitter at HeyJulieBB, I've been letting some of my rage out there, but... I'm ready to really unleash. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Anyway, so yes. So Bridget vows that she'll have her revenge. Uh, Which I... And she's going to be playing... I doubt it's going to happen. Right. I just tell you. But I don't, I don't think, think any of us... I mean, they did a good job of it, during the editing of the veto competition of making it seem like it was close to her winning or getting... Yeah, she, was, she came in second place. Yeah, and like even towards the end, Michelle, I don't know, Michelle kind of walked up. <laughs> Michelle was pretty confident in that win. Michelle might have also had a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They lo- they love to use those like eat shit. <laughs> I, right before Otev run. has become my favorite competition every year, despite mm-hmm. how repetitive and annoying uh, the audio listening to it is. Uh-huh. I see that it is an extension of Rave Week here at the BB House, and I am pumped. I love it. I love music festivals. I know. I saw the competition, and I thought to myself, Brett's going to love this. I'm like, yes. 
All caps in my notes. More rain themed comps. It was like tailor made for you. Natalie looking good with like the glow, the glowing boots and and hair and stuff. Oh yeah, she looked great. Zakia and Devon, Devon looked fabulous. Yeah, of course. And Nicole looked has terrible posture. That's what I always think when I look at her. Oh my Bad God. posture. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> Despite how annoying the dope thing was last year, the the butter butter. <laughs> so weird. I hated how annoying it was, but it gave us last year's BB-17's greatest moment, which was Meg face-planting. Oh, my God. That was awful. That was so painful looking. And it gave me the best moment of BB-18, <laughs> Queen Mish face-planting. Face. Yeah. And she's wearing red dye in her hair, and it looks like she is Brock Lesnar. She's, she's <laughs> blood. There's red streaming down her face. It looks like... In the UFC, it's incredible. So it's good. like she's Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they all had to pay their respects to Otev. This is the competition that got Frank that got Frank out last time he was mm-hmm. in the house, which we were very kindly reminded by a ironic DR <laughs> from him. Uh, and I saw online someone put up together. The, his his diary room from his last season saying, oh, damn, Otev, that's the reason I, I really need that veto, and if I don't get it, I'm going home. And Dan winning it and being like, I got the veto, Frank, you're going home. Cut with to last time, last night, or no, Wednesday night, sorry, uh, Frank saying, really need that Otev veto. It's like the last time I was on this show. Did not win. Michelle won it. Good for you, Michelle. She yeah. got a win. She, she needs a comp it. win. Yeah, good for her. You know who really She's needs a comp fan. win too? Davon. That girl's been on two seasons and hasn't won so much as a as an Outback Steakhouse visit. <laughs> I know. Day really, uh, but she's so smart strategically and socially. Mm-hmm. She's so good, but she's so bad at comps. She really is. She's so bad. She, I yeah. mean, the only one she had a chance at winning was the endurance one, and she gave up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she should have won that one. I mean, that was a weird comp last week, that endurance comp, and how it ended. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, Day and Zakia are cheering on Michelle. Mich- it's up to Michelle and um, Bridget. Bridget's got a bum ankle, so I feel pretty bad for her yeah. in this one. <laughs> got to run around she's carrying frank on her back now too oh. frank got cut i mean frank lost he was too slow um and michelle takes it home and now the campaigning starts yes and we also get a little bit of of um insight into michelle's thinking she the reason she doesn't like bridget is mm-hmm. because she has a crush on frank and wanted to work with him first, and but wasn't scooped up by Frank. She wasn't perceived this as weak This is classic. Enough. Yeah. This is truly classic, um, insecure girl psyche. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which is funny because I actually think Michelle is very strong, uh, strong-minded in a lot of ways. And case in point, I think it... Was the her she and Bridget their sort of tete a tete was this was this episode right? Yes, in the at bathroom. The end of it. Yeah, right at the end of the episode oh, okay. for the veto ceremony. Yeah, well, so Bridget knows that Michelle hates her. 
Michelle hates Bridget. She thinks Bridget hates her. Bridget, frankly, does kind of hate Michelle, and it's just sort of has just sort of started playing victim this past week when the whole house is against her. But these girls don't like each other. Point blank. Period. No, no. <laughs> and I watched that. I watched that fight uh, live. Well, I didn't watch it live. I, I saw on Joker's it was happening, and I like backed up like uh, twenty or thirty minutes and watched it live. And one of the best parts was uh, Bridget says something like, I heard you don't like me because I remind you of a roommate that you once had that you didn't <laughs> like. And Michelle's like, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Michelle knows why she doesn't like her, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's able to identify the fact that she's jealous in a diary room session. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I'm jealous of you, so I'm going to stay away from you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be your friend. There's nothing. That's not bullying. That's honestly, yeah, it's being petty and childish, but it's not being a mean girl. It's just being like, I know myself. I know I can't be around you. So I'd rather just stay away and not be reminded of the fact that you have what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Michelle is a little mean. She she doesn't particularly oh, she's back petty. away. She's petty brat. But she's real. She's real with you. You ask her, do you not like yes. me? She's like, I I don't like you. Exactly. Bridget, on the other hand, she does her little anime schoolgirl like Sesame Street like, oh, why would you ever not like me? My my I'm Wait, you went into slow-mo and I can't hear anything you're saying. Oh, I was talking with a really high-pitched voice. I'm just saying, Bridget is... She doesn't really chat with anyone other than Frank, but she's not... She's human. She's like the rest of us, but whenever she's confronted, she goes, But why would you ever be mad at me? Oh, me, but please keep me... Yeah. Um, uh, hi, Julie. Um, hi, house guests. I would like you to keep me in the house because I'm good at baking cookies. Thank you. <laughs> no, I agree. I Honestly, and that's maybe why I'm not against Michelle just being like, yeah, I don't like you. I don't want to be your friend. And that's it. Some people just don't like other people. I, I don't know. really like Bridget that much either. I thought I did. I thought she was like a cool, nerdy girl with like cool, nerdy interests and uh she's she's just fake i don't like the put on like i'm so innocent thing yeah she's not like because she acts like a literal baby (laughs) yeah she does she she reminds me of um if you guys have ever seen that episode of 30 rock i was gonna say the same thing yeah where they hire um they hire this sort of um baby voiced uh female comedian stand-up comedian uh, because all the guys think she's hot and she talks like a sexy baby. Yeah, she literally says, I am a sexy baby or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. It's so awful. Like, but that is Bridget to me. It's somewhat it's totally put upon. And in the episode she puts that persona on for a good reason. It's because yeah. she's like escaping a abusive husband. Mm-hmm. But um but Bridget does not have that excuse. <laughs> and so it just comes off as totally fake and untrustworthy and kind of like embarrassing like why do you have to act like a child you're a 20 something year old ER nurse yeah like you can act like an adult I would love to see like a video of her being like god damn it I'm trying to save her innocent life 
know. <laughs> <laughs> right? And she has, I mean, she's got a real sailor mouth. I've heard her, I've heard her swear, but she does it in such a way where it's still like, I'm just a little baby, Frank. <laughs> like, will you brush my, let me brush your hair, Frank? Like, it's just too much. Yeah, there was even a part, oh, I'm trying to find the notes of, oh, crap. It was a part of this episode or or last episode where something's happening and Frank Oh no, I think it's when the the um the meeting happens. The meeting happens at the end of this episode. I might be wrong. Oh yeah, here it is. The meeting is the definitely meeting happens. It's like James is like house meeting and everyone just starts walking up there and Bridget doesn't do anything. She just goes, "Frank, what do I do? Do I do I come in with you?" It's like, "You're part of the house too." You're one of the people playing Big Brother. You don't need his permission. He said house meeting. Just walk up. Just go into the house meeting. You're yeah. It, uh, it's just exhausting. So I commiserate with Michelle and I applaud her for being true. That's what I say. I have written in my notes for both Wednesday and Thursday episodes separately. Bridget is such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just type, I just type into my little notes app I, I, things as they're coming to me. And I'm not like keeping track of what I've written before, but I just uh-huh. see Bridget is such a loser, and then scroll down <laughs> like a page. Bridget is such a loser. Bridget's just like she could. I mean, she could have had it all. That's what's so painful. Didn't we almost have it all? <laughs> oh shit! Now comes. we have to pay. At first, she had at least a good... She had a group at first. She had the girls. The girls liked her. Everyone's a loser in that group. Natalie, you're next. I know. Natalie's about to... But Natalie, I don't think is put... I I mean, yeah, she's putting her best foot forward and being, like, sweet. But I don't think it's an act so much with her. I think she's genuinely just a nice person. Um, She's sweet. I've said this before. She's sweet. She can be sweet at home. Like, she's not necessary to the game. But it is kind of nice to see this pure, gentle girl... Who is smart. She knows that Polly needs to go up. I'm telling you, she's smart. But she just does not have the tools in her toolbox to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, this is not like totally a live speed feed spoiler. It's not like about anything that happens in the game. But I was just watching the live feeds before you and I started recording. And Polly and Paul were talking about Natalie. And she had come... She... They were just saying how she only tries to deal in being nice and makes no attempt at playing the actual game. And they are beginning to find her. And it seems like other people are beginning to find her annoying and not useful anymore in that she doesn't even attempt to, to play the game. She's just kind of playing to be nice to people. And right. That was just an interesting insight that, that, you know, that I saw a few minutes ago. Yeah. I can see for sure, but she also is sort of stuck in a place where her whole team got picked off one by one. Yeah. So all she has is James. She was a really enjoyable Lady Macbeth last week. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Paul's team was cut. I mean, her and Paul were on the same team, and you'd think they'd even be yeah, working right. together. Paul figured it out. Paul's like, I'm just going to be really friendly. I'm going to bake people stuff. I'm going to latch on to Polly. He's in, he's in, you know, he's in good stuff. He's in a good uh, standing in the house. After the veto meeting, he goes into the storage room with Devon and people who he's not ostensibly working with. And they all celebrate together like they have a common yeah. goal. 
Natalie would never participate in that because she is still on the outside and doesn't really make any attempts to play the game with anyone, just attempts to, like, dangle make-out sessions in various bases with Frank. I'm sorry, not Frank, James. I apologize. Uh, Yeah, I will say I think Natalie has a really good one-on-one social game. She's literally, every time someone in this house cries, Natalie's there to to be a shoulder to cry on. Oh, yeah, she hears it. Her ears perk up. Exactly. She's great. And so I do think she has a social game, but I think it's just in that group. When it's a group of people, I think she's intimidated. She knows that they don't, the girls don't trust her. All the girls think she's trying to take the man. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guys are, the guys are so contemptuous of her. I don't know why, but they all like, especially Polly. Polly's the leader of this. He just like resents the fact. I don't know what that she has a fake boobs. Who cares? Who cares that she's kind of flirty? That she likes to do makeup? Like what? Who cares? That's yeah. describing literally not the fake boobs, but like that's describing literally ninety-eight percent of all women. So what? Yeah, but I mean, we've seen we've seen that kind of cheerleader stereotype player be really awesome in Big Brother. Oh, Janelle, yeah. um Now I'm just drawing a blank, but like, uh, <laughs> but that yeah, I mean, we've seen that character Brittany. be really good from which season? Not Brittany uh, from sixteen. Is that her name? Yeah. I mean, just by looks. I don't mean by personality. Yeah, but she was... Uh, she, I mean, she didn't do... She, she was all right. She was kind of ostracized because she was, like, on the older side and didn't make too many from too much... Are we talking about the same Brittany? No, I don't think we I are. don't know. Okay. <laughs> My Brittany's young and blonde. Wait. Oh, right? no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, um, that's... No, I was thinking of maybe 16 Brittany... That was her name, I think. So the one fourteen. I'm say I'm talking fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Because that one, she was like the mother of three, the single mother of three, but also very right, young no. and like was okay at the game. Anyways, what are we talking about? Don't yeah, try to no, okie doke the okie doker. So many seasons. <laughs> I know there have been. Many but we've Britneys. seen, yeah, we've seen the stereotype. But what are we talking about? Anyways, do you want to just get back into the episode? I feel like the episode. Well, um, so, yeah, they have the worst house meeting of all time. Yeah. Where nothing is really accomplished except everyone. Well, I I think we should back up a little bit and talk about Frank has Michelle in the safari room and is trying Mm. just he's pitching his cause. Yes. And everyone's getting paranoid about that. Michelle. I mean, obviously, these people aren't in the room, but Michelle's not really buying it. She's yeah, listening. Yeah, and she says it to him. She's not really buying it. She's, but she's doing basically what you do in that conversation when you have the power of veto and the person's begging. You just go, no, I don't know. Uh, I'll think about it, you know. It's Big Brother. <laughs> you know, they do what you do what James says. You go, oh, you know, it's Big Brother. It's a part of the game. I don't, I don't know. I'll think about it. And it's not all rainbows and puppy toes. <laughs> And everyone just sees them hanging out in there, and they're freaking out. Paul's riled up, and Devon's kind of riled up, and Frank calls... I'm sorry, Paul calls out Frank, and Frank's like, I agree with him. He's like, give me a minute to work my game. I'm not allowed to, like, have a private conversation <laughs> in here. And Yeah, totally. 
I see both sides to this tale. On one hand, absolutely, Frank should be fighting for his life. He should be getting Meech alone and um, campaigning his butt off. Good for him, totally. On the other side, it's well within their rights. Oh, sure. To be like, no, <laughs> we want to bust this up because we want you to go home. Do you know what else was busted up? What? Paul's Paul is is pacing around the house. He's he's about to explode. Oh, Paulie, I think, goes, "Come here, bro. Let's chat it out." They walk into the bedroom, and <laughs> Nikoko are having a private moment. Nikoko is the bane of my existence. <laughs> I mean, not even because they don't get that much screen time, but they are. Now that Victor is here, he's been third wheeling them hard, and I love him for it. It's beautiful. <laughs> Anytime he literally lies down in between them when they're trying to go to sleep. Weird, like because he's trying to get with Nicole, or he's trying to cock block Corey, or what? I think he's very um, light in his brain. That's like, correct. Like a feather, you know? Like, he's just light and free. And I don't think he's really thinking. I think he's just thinking, my friends are going to bed. I'm going to go join them. <laughs> like, oh, God. I, I, I sent I Fred a bunch of texts about how Victor is really, really yeah. warming me up these In days. The, for the listeners of Hey Julie, Paul, sell your Paul stock, buy your Victor stock in the... Yep. Who will, who will get... Danielle, her green card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marriage lottery. Cool. I'm just telling you, Paul lost some mage points with me this week, and he has he has a chance to redeem them, but he just was, like, all the reasons I liked him were getting too amplified. I liked him because he could talk to anyone and be comfortable and charming and, like, easygoing, and that was fun. He could get everyone on his side because he's funny and smart. But he sort of realized that. I feel like the maybe the diary room tipped him off. Like, wow, you're great at talking to people. You're mm-hmm. so, like, you're loud, but people love it. And so then he just amped it up to 11. And, yeah, he just wanted to start fights with everyone. And they were so convoluted. And so, like, he would start the fight, then realize it was a bad idea. So sort of, like, back out slowly, Homer Simpson into a bush. I think it's a really bad look for him, uh, considering that Frank is about to go home because there's about to be a, not a power vacuum, but like a target vacuum, a victim vacuum. Yes. And yeah, I mean, Davon's going to be a bit of a target. Nicole, maybe Bridget, certainly. But when there's two people getting put up every week and potentially a third with the veto, you don't want to be the person calling out people and starting fights for no reason. You know, I mean, that's that was at least James's kind of fake reason for putting up Frank this week is like there's always fights happening in this house. There's always arguments and blow ups and you're always in the center of them. And I, yeah. I, I wrote down that this might mark the beginning of the end for Paul. Just this is the. Mm-hmm. This is his Shakespearean tragic moment where he, yeah. he can't help but this is his Achilles heel. He can't help but be a little bossy, be a little full of himself. He is uh, he just finds the secret door. He figures it out and lies to everyone about it. 
and is horrible at lying. So I just don't think this is a good move for him. Maybe he'll, he'll get in hot water soon, but he should. He uh, just got too high. Yeah. He's too high now. He should have laid low a little bit more. I mean, he and it's not that I enjoy the fact that he was being a rat and that he was playing both sides. I think that's great. Good for you. But he was being so out loud about it to everyone he was doing it with. He yeah. told everyone, like, I just got the dirt from Frank and Bridget. I just got the dirt from Polly. I just got the blow. Like, he was telling everyone, keep some secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will be, yeah, that's his problem is he cannot keep that gorgeous beer shrouded mouth shut yeah so that basically brings us to the end of wednesday night's episode would you agree yes uh want to hit from wednesday veto does not get used and then Uh, i write down bridget is such a loser (laughs) (laughs) yeah paul's annoying me i'm starting to love victor um this happened i believe in between wednesday and thursday's episode on the feeds and it's a little something called Trouble in Zolly Paradise. I didn't watch this. I cede the floor to Representative Gibson. <laughs> so I guess something happened. I mean, there's been a million petty examples of bullshit for throughout this relationship. I'm doing uh, quotations with my fingers. Um Zolly fans, I'd love to hear from you as to why you support this damaging, pathetic relationship going on between these two, to quote Brett, losers. Losers! They are, I know Polly is technically like probably going to win this game because so far he's playing a great game, but he is a loser to Zakia and she just lets him. So that makes her a loser in my book. They had this long, convoluted fight. I forget over what, but at some point, Zakia said in front of Polly, can I sleep with you tonight, Victor? And Victor was like, duh, uh, let, me, let me make sure it's okay with my boy. <laughs> you let, me know? let me see. I do have plans to sleep between Corey and Nicole tonight, but I wonder <laughs> if I can get a rain check on that one. Yeah, Polly's immediately pissed off, immediately goes on a rampage against Zakia, talking about how he's got a clipper. This is Polly's favorite thing to say. We got to clip those girls. We got to clip them. Clip them. He thinks he's a mobster. I don't know what's going on. But so they are mad at each other. They finally, at 4 a.m. California time, are alone together in a room where it's like, these two need to figure something out. And I'm hoping they're going to break up and be like, it's over. Because, first of all, they're not in a relationship. They have not kissed. (laughs) I mean, they don't have access to Facebook to make it official. Yeah, exactly. How will people know? Oh, oh, here was the other thing. Nicole, little shitster, (laughs) was rubbing Polly's arm in front of Zakia. And that pissed her off. Good to be Polly. I know. Well, he's the king of the castle. Yeah. I can't wait to see him get torn apart. But anyway, uh, so they have this conversation where literally Polly just keeps going, I'm logical. I'm logical. So nothing you can do, nothing you do is going to bother me. But now that I know that things that I do bother you, I don't know about this. I don't know. I think we've got a great future. And I'm curious to see where it goes. But And he's just talking in circles. Talking in circles. All this fuckboy logic where he, she's basically like, I want you to only want to be with me. 
and Mm -hmm. touch me and cuddle with me. And he's like, listen, if in your mind you think that I'm not like that, then there's nothing I can do. I'm an affectionate person. I need to be able to cuddle and be free with whoever. Can't we just see the chips where they fall? Like just talking all this shit where basically he's like, no, I don't want to commit to you. I think you're crazy. Uh, and she is a little, she is acting a little crazy. I mean, and this I is don't the brother. Do you got to flirt. You got to use flirtation to your advantage. Totally. Zakia too. Zakia too. You can't just close that door off that get rid of that tool in your arsenal. That's you're a beautiful woman, Zakia. You might Polly's need to. Polly's head is in the game. If, and Zakia's head is in Polly's shoulders if fucking big daddy glenn gets the round trip ticket you might need to have to <laughs> flirt your way to the five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> i would do that with pleasure you already uh, have done it. but so without apologizing without doing anything the end of this conversation zakia is wrapped around polly's body mm. And it's just the most insane thing I've ever ha- seen. I went and looked. I, I clicked on the Zolly hashtag just to see what was going on. And every person, people were like, so glad they finally communicated. Uh, communicated what? He said nothing and she said, okay. That's it. That was not an adult conversation. So you he's t- going to get her heart broken and it's painful. You Tumblr motherfuckers. You post your, <laughs> you post your fucking washed out Instagram you know, fan pics of the couple. There's trouble in paradise. Ugh. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest. Thank you so much. I think Zolly is sucks. Uh, and I really want them to just break up and get mad at each other and play each other. I feel like Nick Corey are actually pretty close to breaking up too. Cause Corey thinks that Nicole is very annoying and bratty, uh, which she kind of is, which she kind of is. Okay. Let's get to Thursday's episode. First things first. Julie, hot or not? Wow. Now, this outfit was very polarizing. I was polarized. I am going to go on record as saying this outfit was not hot. I wrote the same thing. The words I wrote were burlap sack. This was a green, olive green sort of army fatigue inspired because it was shapeless. Uh, it was shapeless because it looks like it holds potatoes in the back of a <laughs> truck. It looks like it looks like Julie Chen's like one of her rich friends has a daughter at FIT. Yeah. And the daughter was like, oh, my God, it would mean so much if I could design a dress for you <laughs> to wear on your show. And Julie Chen was like, yeah, sure. How bad can it be? Design me a dress. And then she got that. And the rich friend was probably like Rupert Murdoch. So she's had to wear it. <laughs> we got to dig into the not be invited to the Murdoch Christmas party. What? We got to dig into the credits of Thursday night's episode to see Julie Chen's wardrobe provided by see who that who that name is. Yeah, because it was not good. Julie I see where the Christian dress was going. Soriano. What? I'm sorry. Go for it. I keep talking over you. <laughs> Now I was just going to say she needs some Christian Siriano up in this B. She That's needs exactly someone. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Someone Very to aware her. of the Soriano brand. Figure. She's a gorgeous woman. She deserves to look. And then, Brett, the hair. The hair. It was like braided into like a rope. It was very like, uh, like just army, army themed. Very like utilitarian. 
very <laughs> yeah just post-apocalyptic like, yeah like my ro- i might not i might need to chop off my hair braid it up and use it as uh as uh, something to support my weight if i'm mm-hmm. thrown off a cliff I will say that particular hairstyle, that sort of inside out braid, is a hot hip thing for girls to do. It's very Pinterest, it's very YouTube tutorial. Um, so maybe that's why she did it. Uh, I'm not a fan. I think just, I'm always just a fan of a nice loose wave. <laughs> but hey, what can I do? That's why we play this. That's why we bring this up at the beginning of every Thursday episode, because there's always next week. Mm-hmm. And next week, I can feel it. Julie's gonna really wow us. Oh, she's gonna bounce Julie doesn't back. like Frank, and she knew he was going home. That's why she didn't wear anything nice. She also listens to this podcast. Exactly. Thanks, Julie. Anyways, so we we start in this episode, and um, Queen Meech has everyone has a bunch of people in the safari room, and she's subtly being like. Hey, maybe we should vote out uh, Bridget this week instead of <laughs> Frank the Tank. And everyone's like, haha, LOL. <laughs> you know, you got to give Meech credit. She was responsible for keeping Tiffany that one week. Her and Day, I guess. Um, so she does have powers of uh, persuasion and sneakiness. She was. She, she knows what's going on. She was just throwing it out there mm-hmm. and just seeing what stuck. Nothing stuck. And then came the waterworks. Uh Oh, Oh, yeah. Meech. Meech. I don't know what happened with Meech. (laughs) Something happened where she. It was all suddenly became too much. I think Meech is a fan of the show enough to know that she might be getting a bitch at it. Mm -hmm. Or that they might be making her the mean girl against Bridget. And she does not have the wherewithal to be the bitch of the show. You know, at the end of the day, she's a young 20-something who's got yeah. body issues. and um, Same. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> hey, we can all relate to that. So she could not handle the idea of being the bitch or the mean girl. And no one likes feeling like they're being mean. Uh, I mean... I mean, I kind of do sometimes. Until if you got called out on it or if you felt like all of America was saying... This guy's a piece of shit and horrible and a mean girl, which is what I'm sure went through her mind. Yeah. I bet, I bet, I mean, she's on Reddit, you know, she's a Redditor. So she knows the depths of, uh, of white supremacy, (laughs) of, of, of male lives matter, of Ghostbusters don't matter, you know, banana for scale, fucking nightmare, (laughs) nightmare escape that's on Reddit. She knows. She knows, so she knows her imagination is running wild thinking of what they're saying about her. So I don't yeah. blame her for having a She's going to come back a celebrity, though. Um, she's going to come back uh, a victor. Not with victor, Oh, yeah. But she's going to be a celebrity on, on Reddit. So then Meech realizes, she throws out, hey, let's maybe get rid of Bridget, and there's crickets. And she starts crying because she realized Franks yeah. is going to go. And... One of my favorite parts of the episode, she goes into the storage room to have a bit of a private moment with Frank and a couple other people come in because they see she's upset. And she goes, I wanted to hang out with you in jury. (laughs) It's like it's like when Clelly got broken up last year at the end of 
at the borderline of jury and pre-jury. Oh, yeah, and, so they and Clay went home before jury, and Shelly was the first person in jury. And, you know, they had to, they missed out on six weeks together. Yeah, so cruel, but so delicious. Which I think was probably beneficial for Shelly. She was like, what was I doing making a 22-year-old? <laughs> yes. I'm I a 31-year-old woman. I have a job. I <laughs> own a car. What am I doing? And she got back and was like, okay, well, maybe we'll maybe have sex once this in a Holiday Inn Express, and then that, that'll be it. Absolutely. Um, speaking of blasts from the past, Meg back! <laughs> Meg back! <laughs> Brett's favorite Big Brother player of all time, Meg. <laughs> she got her own little... I don't know where they shot that. What, Coney yeah, Island? You know, yeah, it looked like it was like... She was in the, the Hamptons or something like that. It looked like it was... It looked like it was somewhere nice in Long Island. Or maybe yeah. even like, you know, Nantucket or something like that. Yeah, I, I could talk for... 20 minutes about our 120 seconds with Meg. Can I just talk oh, about man. that right now? Yeah, I ranted. You rant. Rant Let's about go. it, please. So we're teased at the end of a commercial, at the end of a segment going into commercials. We got Mike Boogie. We got Hayden. We got, uh, who else? We got Jason. Jason. And we got Meg coming back to talk about the people who they were close with on previous seasons. And it's great. And the first, the first sec, the first segment is Jason, and uh, it's a little sad. I it's love like love him. No, I love him too. I love it. He's oh. so honest. Oh yeah, he was great. He was so great about how kind of simple his life was, and how he had these big city aspirations. But he just is a bit of a loser. <laughs> no, but he's, you know, I, I feel like if you know that that's your life, you're not in denial. You're just sort of like, listen, it didn't change my life that much. I'm still doing this. He probably still has those dreams. And I hope that he goes and chases them because I think he's smart and funny and wonderful. Oh, I love Jason. He is great. He he was one of my favorites from last year. Anyways, I still, yeah. I got, he's like, yeah, you know what? I, I instantly connected with Devon. We've been really close friends friends since the season ended yada 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 i'm stacking pasta boxes at my, <laughs> yeah. at my, at my job at the grocery store and then uh -huh. we cut to meg and meg is like in southampton somewhere or like on cape cod and she's like at an outdoor bar and like some old ass man is like hey are you that fine piece from Big Brother 17? And she's like, yes, hey, it's me, Meg, the worst, one of the worst players ever. I like James. He and I were very close. Cut to James talking about Meg this season, being like, people are like, yo, what happened with Meg? You guys were close. And he's like, listen, uh, she led me on. I was clearly trying to have sex with her. She led me on. And this is something that I had kind of followed on the uh, Big Brother Reddit. You know, over the year, they post interesting tweets and Instagrams from, from former players. And it seemed that James and Meg had had a fallout, which is so weird that they got Meg to do this anyways. And... James is like, yo, we're not cool anymore because I tried to make a move, I guess, and she was like, kind of having it, but not having it. And then Meg, I don't just, think she ever 
had an ounce of it. Never. I don't think no, no. Meg, and I don't think she led him on. If he thought she led him on, he really had his blinders on. Do you Meg know who she did just leave on? Wanted to be friends. Do you know Sorry, who she what? did leave? You know who she did lead on? <laughs> Clay. Clay. Hashtag BB scandal. <laughs> BB scandal. <laughs> One hand on the leg. <laughs> and Meg and Meg is also kind of weird that like, oh, I really like him as a friend. As a friend. And it was just a weird segment. It was weird. I mean, I don't think anyone really had that much great insight. You know, Boogie was like, Frank's playing a bad game. Hayden was like, uh, yeah, as long as Nicole's happy, whatever. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Hayden. I have never worried about anything in my life. Yeah, uh, it was but pretty pointless. <laughs> the only thing that wasn't pointless is that Boogie was clearly advertising the restaurant that he owns in Las Vegas, which I'm going to in a few weeks, so I might just go get some sushi in uh, Vegas and get a picture with Mike Boogie. I'm so jelly. Uh, please do. Please send me the picture. I'll put it up on Twitter so that everyone can see it. And then I I'm lo- would love that. <laughs> End of rant. I'm looking at my next note here just chronologically. Um, my notes for Thursday night's episode. I see Bridget is such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she is. Yeah. We have to talk about the twist. The the care package Paris twist? Room. Oh, the Paris Isn't room that? twist. Oh, we, we completely yeah. missed that segment. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So I watched this live happen. It was very exciting. I know, and I was out, and I was getting your text, and I was like, O-N-G. I was uh, caps lock on, just sh- shooting fire at Danielle's poor, poor cell phone. Yeah, but I was grateful up. for the updates because I needed <laughs> to know what was going on. And so basically what happened is they're all looking at um, the clues, because Big Brother finally stopped fucking around and was like, let's just put on the TV that there's a secret that they need to figure out. <laughs> because no one was really looking for anything. No one was noticing anything. I think previously, only thing that had been said was uh, on last Thursday's episode, Julie kind of closed out by being like, there's a secret thing happening. Goodbye, house guests. And they didn't really know. Right. They didn't know if it was like, Hey, you're going to come on and and tell us something's happening or if we have to figure this out ourselves. She might have been Right. Excuse me. It would have been nice to to for her to give a little bit more, but not as blatant as what ended up happening. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this twist was disastrous. Yeah. I That's in the execution of some of them all figuring out at the same time. Literally lining up to get into the phone booth. There is no sense of secrecy or urgency. People were just sort of standing around. I mean, Paul, I guess, did because he was first. But everyone else was just sort of like, yeah, I guess now we like wait to get into this room and get a ticket. This is the move if you're Paul. You go, oh, oh, the message just says like we've unlocked the like we have a we as a house have unlocked the twist. Big Brother will let us know the next steps when Big when Big Brother's ready. Mm-hmm. You know, you make it about we've all won something. I figured it out. It tells us to hang and be cool. Cut to the next morning, 7, 8 a.m., Big Brother time, when everyone's sleeping. You go up, you sneakily get into that room and get out. My feeling towards this twist, if I'm a player, 
I'm the only person who's getting an envelope. No one else is getting an envelope right. in this game. No one else right. is going to know. Either I'm getting this thing or I'm not getting this thing because there's a 1 in 12 chance of me getting this power or no one is. Bad move, yeah. Paul. Yeah, Paul just couldn't keep it in his pants. He was too excited. Same. And <laughs> yeah, and everyone saw. I mean, it it didn't help that like there was never really a good moment for him to do it by himself. And I think he was too excited to just get whatever it was and yeah. to be first. Yeah. Because there is always the threat of someone else then figuring it out and doing it before you. Yeah. But, yeah, it was so anticlimactic. No, I mean, he was pretty it, good there because he saw that Frank and Bridget were about to get it. And then he, like, said some sort of fib to get them to leave the the phone booth. And then he figured it out. But... He did the best he could, I guess. Um, I would have liked to see him play it better. It would have been really great if someone did the Brett Raider plan of waiting until the early morning wee hours to go when everyone's sleeping. But. And that's why Brett Raider should be on the rumored BB-19 starting this fall. BB-19. Megs versus Bretts. <laughs> I'm Team Meg, <laughs> I guess. Same. <laughs> um... So, yeah, he gets the th- the envelope. Inside one of these envelopes is the ability to come back to the house after being evicted. Everyone was sort of thinking that it was Frank. Even Michelle, after Frank inevitably got evicted, wh- yelled out, see you in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle really is a fan. She knows the deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean if anyone was going to get it, it was going to be Frank, right? But the... There's an expiration date on the twist. It's not going to last the whole game. It's only lasting for the next three or four weeks or so. So I think chances are we're not going to see this twist get used. Because there's 12 people and I think only four eligible weeks in which the twist can get used. So I think there's a, by my math, 66.6666% chance that we're not going to see anyone go back into the house. I also... Honestly, I guess if it was someone who I was really rooting for, I'd be excited about this twist. But we're at such a point right now where I'm like, people need to leave. They need to leave and just get out. Stop putting people back in the house. Yeah. (laughs) I need to see, like, that's the only way we're going to have new targets, new power shifts, new alliances is to get people out. We can't just keep finding ways to funnel them back in well i think just math wise i think we're gonna get a double eviction next week thank god just because there's nine people in jury correct uh and there's 11 people in the house so 11 minus two is nine so usually the jury starts with a double eviction i pray they don't want the people to be alone even though yeah so I think that's what we're going to get next week. I think that'll be a fun episode. That would be great. That's amazing if it's a double eviction and one of those people has the thing back. Even though I just said I don't want more people to come back. Uh, that would be very dramatic yeah. and hilarious. If like, just for example, if Polly and Bridget both get sent home, but then Bridget has a comeback card. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. What would be cooler if the first person evicted or the second person evicted got the, the round trip ticket? Um, second? Sure, yeah, I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> I mean, it's really 50-50. I don't know. It's, um, okay, so that twist. The, the Oh, and then they revealed also the fan 
twist. The fan twist. Oh, let me pull up some information I have on that. By the way, during this episode, obviously Frank gets evicted. It was not a surprise. No one cared. He made a feature that was sort of like mean, and but in a fun way, I guess, or mm-hmm. like screw you all. Yeah, but he wasn't being too. He wasn't. Being no, too he wasn't being serious it. about it too. And I also want to say, Dav- Davon's a goodbye message to him in the same way was mean, but I think in a not serious way. I saw her getting a little flack. I don't think... I thought it was a joking sort of we're all in this game. It's just a game together sort of like mean person way. So... Just saying that. Yeah. So um, the care package, I've pulled up all the information about this. We're going to have five weeks of this care package. And the first week is, uh, as advertised, a never not pass. The person who wins will... Uh, not have to be uh, a have not for the rest of the year. And the right. interesting thing about the voting for this is you vote for whoever you want, but once someone wins a care package, they can't win again. So, right, you know, don't you know? And 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 some of these um, some of these care packages going forward are, have some more have some more uh, cool stuff going yeah. on. So the next week, the care package is eliminate two eviction votes, which is similar to the power that. Davon won last year during one of the one of the few BB takeovers, right? <laughs> and then yeah, and then the week after that is what's called super safety, um, which is just immunity for the week, right? However, you have to wear a super safety costume all week long, which is just continuing in the in the great tradition of pointless costumes. Like, <laughs> yeah, who cares what you wear. <laughs> I like I love them though. I love them. The next week is a really a really powerful one. Co HOH. You get to be a Co HOH for the week and you get to nominate one of the two people. Love that. Unclear if you get to do the renom. I guess it would be similar to the roadkill, right? If your if your nomination is vetoed, you would put up the the replacement. No, I think it's I feel like if it's co H O H, it's that like someone else, someone will win. But if you get that prize, mm-hmm. then before nominate the the H O H nomination ceremony, it's revealed like you get to put up one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, yeah. And so the one last one is called BB Bribe. The winner is given five thousand dollars, not to keep, but to bribe a house guest. And ooh. The bribe must the bribe must be used in uh in, in to influence a vote, a competition, a veto or a nomination. You can't just give them $5,000 and they do nothing. The person only right. gets the $5,000 if they flip their vote, if they throw a competition, if they choose to use the veto or I mean or if they choose to nominate someone as a result of the bribe. So that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I have a feeling that one might actually be the weakest one and it might not. It might not. Well, that one seems the easiest to lie about. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because if someone's like. Yeah, that one is not. I mean. Because if someone's like, hey, Davon, I'll give you $5,000 if you vote to evict, you know, Zakia or whatever. Can't you just say. Oh yeah, I was planning on not 
voting her out. Right. But now I'm going to for the $5,000. <laughs> yeah. Bad thinking, producers of Big Brother. For shame. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but it is an interesting, I like anything where we get to uh, interact. <laughs> yeah, show. of course. So. I voted, I used all my 20 votes last night. Who for who? Well, so the first one, as we discussed, is the never, never not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking strategically. I know a lot of people were saying vote for Polly because then he won't get any of the good, um, good. Oh, sure. Later on, it'll it'll waste. It'll be wasted on him. It'll maybe like. But to me, that's a bad idea. That was a bad idea because no matter what, it shows all the contestants like America loves this person. Uh huh. Right. So I was like, they don't need to know. They are. They're already all on Polly's side and they love him. I don't think they also need to think like, oh, I better keep being nice to him because yeah. America loves him. Yeah. So I didn't want to vote for him. I didn't want to vote for any of my actual favorites like Natalie or Devon because I want them to get the good stuff. Yeah, later. exactly. That's how I felt. I, w- I gave. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go, go for it. <laughs> I wonder if we have the same choice because I know who I want to vote for for, for the uh, never not pass. I gave all 20 votes to that loser, Bridget. (laughs) 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 Because I just figured, who cares? She's not going to be in the house for a long time. But as long as she is in the house and everyone's against her and she's a loser, she might as well not have to eat flop, you know? I disagree plus, with you. I disagree with plus, your vote. Plus, it's a if it's the American like I have no problem with her leaving. So if it puts a an unfavorable target, so everyone's thinking like, oh shit, America likes her. That bitch, like we got to get her out, which we're seeing it did do to the winner of it. Um, then I wouldn't be upset. So I just sort of thought, whatever. I'll give this. I'll throw Bridget a bone. I think she's a loser and she deserves to eat porridge like Oliver Twist. I don't care. <laughs> no sympathy for her. She's not getting any of my votes for any of these care packages. I was on the same boat as you. I don't want to vote a player that I like because there are better results, better packages coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Who would benefit the most from having from not having a have-not? And who do I not care? Because this is kind of one of the least important ones. My big man, the old galoot, Mr. Corey, who cannot fit into the bumper cars. That's you would vote I'm, for him? That's why I'm voting. I'm I'm voting this November for Corey. I'm with him. No, I specifically would not want to vote for him because I don't want him to win. I want him to go home. So I want him to be weak. I want him to be sleepy. I want him to not be able to fit into those cars and get I want him to be on half not. I have a question. He did do a he did sleepwalk once, correct? Yes, yes. And that was when he was on Have Nots or not? I think he was. I have to look it up because if he did the sleepwalk, he promised he would be sleepwalking this season in his like initial like, "Oh, there's a key in this yeah. baseball glove." Uh, he promised that he was going to sleepwalk and he only did it <laughs> once. And if he did do it when he was a have not and was sleep deprived, then I might change my vote up. But I just feel bad okay. as I'm not even a super big guy, but like I I don't fit in beds. I don't fit in bathtubs. Like, you know, I just don't I feel bad. He's the biggest guy. He shouldn't be sleeping there. Whatever. All also, right. you know, I want I want to make sure love happens. You know, maybe I'll have our first BB baby. Wow. 
Wow. With Nicole. Well, I think both of our softer sides got the best of us for these votes. And we both are incorrect as to who ended up getting it. But I guess it's a spoiler, so I won't we'll see who We'll see who it goes to. It'll probably go to fucking, I don't know, Zakia or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know. It'll just go to, like, someone who's just generally liked. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think uh, I think that's it for this episode. Oh, do we have any questions? Yep. Well, it was... Oh, I have one final thing to say. Please. And this is to... Whoever's in charge of the CBS live feeds of Big Brother 18. Watch out. You are fucking up my life. Because it's like giving an addict a taste of the good stuff and then taking it away when that addict is real low and needs a hit. A couple weeks in a row now, we haven't been able to watch the H, uh, HOH competition after the live feeds. That's one of the main reasons I wanted to have the live feeds in the first this place. This is shameful. I agree with you. Previous seasons, when we've had HOH competitions roll onto the live feeds or roll past the end of the six, uh, the six to seven o'clock hour local time, roll past the live show, we've been able to watch them live. That has not happened. Yeah. We've had an endurance comp. No. And then we've had this interesting one where you get unlimited practice tries, but one one real try in a kind of a, a ball rolling comp. Ugh. And uh, for shame. I wasn't even around last night to watch it, but I heard about it and I'm pissed on behalf of you. On Listen, behalf I of was East Coast viewers. I was drunk off one homemade margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the DNC in in commercial breaks, thinking to myself, Hillary won't go on for a while, so I'll be able to watch a little bit of this HOH on the live feeds and then switch over. But no, I just watched. And listen, I'm not complaining. I enjoyed Hillary's speech very much. But hey, speaking of, you know what? I would love for Hillary to talk to the head of CBS and get this sorted out because it's unconstitutional. She has the experience. And I'm taking this to Capitol Hill. She's been working her whole life for this moment. She was a law student at Yale. She was uh, a clerk at some place in uh, Arkansas somewhere. She's been working her whole life for this. What does Donald Trump care? Uh, Donald Trump doesn't want there to be Big Brother. He wants no. there to be... He wants there to be... Next year, he wants there to be 16 Muslim contestants who all get shot in the head. And then he wants to ban vaccines. But sure, my uncle who lives in Texas would vote for that man. I'm pissed. I'm looking at you. Hillary is running on a platform of twists we actually care about and contestants. No more Battle of the Block. No more BB takeovers. Listen, I just had to get that off my chest because it was very frustrating. I know a lot of people online were feeling the same way. It felt like an affront to us, the fans, the loyal people who are there for this show. I pay $5.99 for three months and then cancel my subscription in September. (laughs) I don't know. I might keep it because I want to watch season two of Zoo. I might keep it, too, because um, I don't know if uh, Star Trek Discovery is going to be free because Star Trek Discovery, the new Star Trek series, yeah. is going to be yeah. online only. It's not going to be on CBS. 
And I don't know if Star Trek Discovery is going to be if you need the all access pass to watch it or if it's going to be free with commercials uh, to live stream on the website. That'll be interesting. We'll find that out. Star yeah, Trek Discovery this fall on CBS. I did also hear a rumor that um, BB-19 was supposed to be all online. No. I know. I mean, no, if a, they can't get their shit together for these live feeds, that's that going big, big, yeah. big Brother gets really good ratings. Yeah, it was just a rumor. I mean, it doesn't hurt for them if they don't have the room on their fall schedule. I don't think it's hurtful for them to dip their toe into streaming-only programming with some already certified hits that's maybe not i don't that know that bad an idea but yeah it's just a rumor i don't know if it's true that's a mistake i feel i mean yeah. it's it's they make they make a lot of money on that and it's cheap to produce yeah and it's a i have some word. inside insight i have some insight uh inside insight zoo is an expensive show to produce I think you mean the the never not America cares package wasn't a million dollars. You know, they it's sent great. Her socks. Oh, OK. Sorry. These are these are these are spoilers. Sorry, guys. Spoilers. What? <laughs> the never not package. Includes socks. What? Yes. OK. Why? What? Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Someone already got the never not. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I'm not even up to date on this yet. Oh my gosh! Okay, I won't say any more, guys. We need to save it. Oh, for I was Sunday. confused. I thought we were supposed. To, I thought we were allowed to vote all week, and it would be announced on Thursday who it was. No, it's so, done. It was. Oh, in, in, okay. Wow. So never mind. No one got any of my votes. I did not vote for the never not thing. Also, I didn't it's, know to vote for it because I watched Thursday night's episode at uh, eleven a.m. this morning. Friday. Yeah, I think it's taking the place of, I guess, because Roadkill used to be on Fridays. So now it's like whatever happens yeah. with the package will happen on Fridays. All right. Well, I think I think this is our longest episode yet. You're happy. I America's happy. America's, America's voting for happy. us. America's happy. Writing in. Writing what? in. Raider Gibson 2016. We're going to get the oh, electoral votes. Oh, yeah, please votes. do. Hopefully I'll be at least votes. a permanent resident by then. Yeah, I don't know if you can be president like Ted Cruz, but Ted Cruz got pretty far. <laughs> I know. I'm going to run just to do it. You know, I'm just going to run and see what happens like Donald Trump. You never know. You could be governor of a state. Schwarzenegger was governor of California. Hey, now there's an idea. Yeah, I'd vote for you. Well, guys... This was a wonderful time. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. This is a great episode. I really enjoyed it. And I think America will too. Leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. And if you can, crap on whoever gave us two stars. (laughs) I can't do anything for you, but... I'll, I'll appreciate you. We'll appreciate it. We love we love reading your reviews. We love getting your emails. Please send us some more. We had, as we said, technical difficulties today. So unfortunately, we couldn't get to any questions or comments. But we love reading those. So please send them in. Follow us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Hey, Julie, big brother at, at gmail.com. <laughs> I think that's correct. That's our email address. <laughs> send us emails there if you've got like a lot to say that won't fit into 140 characters. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please share. Um, we love doing this and we love hearing from you. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, goodbye, Julie. Bye, Julie.